Hey y'all, welcome back to my podcast, Broken and Breathtaking. I'm your host, Alicia Olson, and in this podcast, I teach you all about healthy relationships, healing from trauma, and supporting loved ones through abuse and mental illness. If you're interested, hit the subscribe, because I update every other Wednesday. In today's episode, we are doing the second part to our confidence dual episodes, and we are going to be discussing how to develop more confidence. If you haven't listened to the first part of this, which is why confidence is important and what confidence looks like, go listen to the previous episode because you're going to want to actually hear that before you hear these 10 steps on some ideas on how to gain more confidence. So if you've already listened to the other ones, then let's get into it. Hello, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Broken to Breathtaking. Let's talk a little bit more about confidence. All right, so first off, there in my mind, there are three different forms of confidence. The first one is confidence in your self-worth and your value. And this is something that doesn't change, right? Especially if you are religious like myself and you, you know you are a child of God, right? And he loves you and your value in his eyes and your worth doesn't change regardless of the mistakes that you make this does not mean that you just don't ever improve and you can do whatever bad things you want that's not what I'm saying what this means is your value and your worth is set and you have the capability of becoming so much more than you ever thought imaginable through him so that confidence and self-value and self-worth comes from I am capable of hard things. I am a genuinely good person. I am striving to do my best. I am a child of God. I am a disciple of Christ. Your value, your worth, who you are. So that's the first one. The second one is confidence in your physical attributes. And I think the best example is just looking at my own life for me personally. That's the best way for me to look at it, right? Because when I was younger and I was really insecure, any little thing about my appearance. I was nitpicking everything. I was like, oh my gosh, I have a zit. Oh my gosh, my my thighs are huge. Oh my gosh, my nose is big. Oh my gosh, this. Oh my gosh, that. Always nitpicking the negative things. And now it's at the point that I'm like, I know I'm gorgeous regardless of what other people tell me, regardless of this or regardless of that. Like, I'll break out one day and I'll look in the mirror and be like, dang right, you're hot. You know, like, that's where that con- that confidence comes in. You're confident regardless of the situation. Okay, and that can be confident in your physical attributes. Third is you're confident in capabilities. And we're going to talk about this later. Competence yields confidence. So you have the mindset of I am capable of learning new things. I am capable of growing or I am already really good at this thing or I know a lot about this subject. You're confident in something that you can do or you do know, right? So there's those three different areas of confidence. And it's super vital to develop confidence in all three areas because once you have it in all three areas, you can be a more genuinely confident person. So let's talk about the thing I know you've all been dying to hear, the 10 tips for more confidence. And in the words of Greg Denning, who, like I said in the previous episode, I'm probably going to be quoting and referencing a lot. He says, you can't build confidence if you don't take action. So here are 10 action steps. 
Now going forward, I want you to pick just one or two. Don't try to take it on all at once. Just pick one or two to work on for the next month and work on it every single day. And just, just focus on those one or two things. Don't try to do it all because that's going to get overwhelming. So just listen to this and write down a couple of the ones that you, you want to work on and then pick which one or two you want to do the most for the next period of time, what you think is going to help you the most. All right, number one. And this one is crucial. Okay, leave relationships with people who tear you down. I'm going to say that again. Leave relationships with people who tear you down. It is so much harder to develop confidence in yourself when you've got so-and-so nagging in your ear that you're not good enough and you're not pretty enough and you're not this and you're, you're so this and that. How are you ever going to not believe those things when you've got someone telling them to you? And I got to tell you guys, I mean, you got to self-assess. Are these things true? More likely than not, if you're here and listening to this podcast for growth, they're probably not true. And that person has their own issues that they need to resolve. So here's a good kind of way to identify. Pay attention to how you feel when you're with someone and after you leave that person. Don't start texting them right away. After you leave their presence, sit and allow yourself to just feel and recognize how do I feel after that interaction? And if that interaction is consistently negative and you're consistently feeling worse off afterwards, then that person is not doing you any good. That person is tearing you down and you need to distance yourself or cut them off completely, right? Because you're never going to gain that confidence in yourself and that positive positivity and positive energy is not going to come if you've got miss negative or mr negative over here in your ear you need to separate yourself from them all right and that is so hard and if you need someone to help you talk through talk through talk you through it figure out the best way to go about it you know figure out what's toxic what's not please reach out because i am more than happy to help my email and social medias are in the description below you can contact me in any of those ways but if someone is tearing you down, you do not want to stick around that person. And I know sometimes that's really hard to create that distance. Like maybe they're a parent or maybe it's a coworker or a boss or whatever. But figure out a way to distance yourself so that you can focus on healing and focus on building yourself up without them being toxic and abusive. All right, but there's a second side to this one, right? Leave relationships with people who tear you down. That's the first part. The second part, form relationships with people who build you up. All right, I, I think about this time in my life when I was still friends with Akiko. And every interaction I had with her, I left feeling worse than I did going into it. And I never, ever felt more fulfilled leaving her presence, especially towards the end. Maybe a little bit in the beginning when I was being love-bombed, but not at the end. Compare that to the difference of a friend I had for a short period of time. I, we were only really close for like six months and we were never really that close. Her name was Savannah and she was an angel on earth. And I mean, seriously, the sweetest, happiest person. There is just like light 
exuding from within her. And every time I spent time with her, I would always leave feeling better than I did going into it. Just being in her presence was uplifting and healing. And I always felt better about myself afterwards because she would tell me things like, you know, I bet we were friends in the pre-mortal life. Or, you know, you are just so wonderful. You are so full of light. You inspire me every day. She would say things like that, you know, that just built me up. So get rid of the toxic people that bring you down and fill your life with people like Savannah that build you up, that inspire you, that tell you the good things about you. Honestly, not to not to manipulate you, but genuinely. And you can usually feel the difference. So pay attention to what you're feeling in your heart and your gut. Okay. The second tip to developing more confidence is forgiving yourself. That is a huge step. You have to learn to love yourself and that starts with forgiving yourself for your mistakes and recognizing that you are not your mistakes and recognizing you can grow and you can become better so let's start working on it right now right oh gosh I made this mistake but that's not who I am and I'm gonna I'm gonna make it right I'm gonna not do that again I'm gonna do this instead to not do that you know whatever the case may be you you, forgive yourself for being in toxic relationships in the past or for being the toxic friend right forgive yourself for that so that you can learn to love yourself instead because that's where confidence and that healing comes from if you want a whole episode on that let me know in the comments down below and I'll start working on it all right The third tip for more confidence, and this is another one I got from Greg and Rachel Denning. All right, competence yields confidence. The link to their episode on confidence is linked down below, but they talk about this a lot. All right, so if you're not confident, go learn a new skill or learn something about a subject. Educate yourself, right, until you get good at it or you know a little something about it because the more competence you gain in a subject or a skill, the more confidence you have tied to that. So then you can experience what that confidence is actually like and you can start applying it to other areas of your life. Right? So get competent in something. And I don't mean that arrogant competence of someone who's a total amateur who thinks they're the best person at this in the world. I mean like someone who genuinely actually knows something about a subject can recognize, okay, I'm not the best at this, I don't have the most knowledge about this, but I do know a lot, and I'm learning more, and I'm capable of learning more. All right, so competence. Gain competence in a subject or a skill. Plus, you'll have, if you allow yourself, you'll have fun doing that. Now, if you've got that fear of failure, then listen to the next step. Step four, change your mindset, all right? This is probably one of the biggest pieces, and I have a couple pieces of advice for doing this but essentially changing your mindset you have to learn to enjoy learning rather than feeling like you're failing all the time every slip up every mistake is just an opportunity for growth and to become better grow become better learn from it change the mindset from oh my goodness I'm such a failure the world hates me I hate me change it to you know what I probably I shouldn't have done that I made a mistake I slipped up I'm going to change it and I'm going to do so in these ways with these action steps for this amount of time. 
make a goal to make that change, but change your mindset. The I am statements are powerful. They're really powerful. So change those I am statements too. From I am a failure to I am capable of learning. Or I am not perfect, but I'm, I'm going to get better at this. That makes a world of difference. This mindset thing is not a joke. Change your mindset, change your life. All right, so a couple ways to start working on changing your mindset. These are just a couple things that helped me. And we can talk more about this if you guys want. But the first one is to put up affirmations, right? On your mirror, uh, by your bed, just places in your closet, just places that you're going to see it. Put up affirmations, different kinds of I am statements, right? So I am a child of God or I choose new, happy, positive patterns or whatever the case may be. For a while there, uh, just an example, I'll put things on my bathroom mirror that I see consistently. So there was a point in my life pretty recently where I had this crush on this guy and I really wanted to be his friend, right? And and it was one of those crushes that you literally can't control because logically I'm like, I'm not even attracted to this guy. He's kind of rude to me. Why do I have a crush on him? I just do. But I ha- So I ended up having to put on my mirror something to the extent of I'm done chasing people who don't want me and the more I saw that the more it embedded that within me that yeah I'll make effort for people a couple of times but if they don't reciprocate that effort I'm not going to waste my time on them that sounds harsh but you got to do that otherwise you're just going to be chasing people who aren't interested in you right and as soon as I stopped chasing after people who didn't really care I found people who enjoyed my presence and wanted to be around me and that crush went away but I had that affirmation up to remind me multiple times a day of this change I wanted to make in my life, of this mindset shift that I wanted to have. The next one is to replace the negative thought. So as soon as you recognize that you're having a negative thought, and you gotta start paying attention to these things, but as soon as you recognize that you're having a negative thought, automatically replace it with two positive ones. All right, so if something happens, you're like, oh my gosh, I'm so stupid immediately replace that with no I'm capable of learning and well I'm actually not stupid because of this or I'm actually really a cool person because of this or I'm really nice or I am something positive right so replace the negative thought with two positive ones immediately don't even wait just do it right then and there Another thought is make a challenge for yourself. So one thing that I did was, and I noticed I was having a lot of negative thoughts about other people. I said, okay, every time I have a ne- catch myself having a negative thought about someone else or saying something negative about someone else, I'm going to do five push-ups. And then next time I do it, I'm going to do 10 and 15, 20, you know, build up. So then I was like, you know, that was enough motivation for me to stop thinking that way real quick and get buff in the process, I guess. <laughs> All right, number five stop comparing yourself to other people now I know I know I know this is easier said than done but it is crucial if you're always comparing yourself to this person or that person even if you're comparing yourself in a negative way that is still pride and that's still focusing on the wrong things and that's just gonna bring you down you're like oh my gosh she's a way better body than me that of course you're not gonna be confident right so stop comparing yourself to other people The best thing you can do, stop comparing yourself to other people and start comparing yourself to your past self. Now, if you feel like you've only gone backwards 
And sometimes we get to that point in our lives, especially after abuse or mental illness, we get to this point where you feel like, okay, I've only gotten worse. I don't even know who I am anymore. I'm not behaving according to who I thought I was. Okay, that's so hard. So fix it. I know that's easier said than done because I've done it. And my friend, a friend of mine, always makes fun of her dad for, quote, girl bossing his way out of bipolar, which isn't exactly how that always works. So I am going to give you other resources, ways to get therapists or medication or whatever, because sometimes you do need those things. It's not always just a simple mindset change. But this insecurity usually is just a simple mindset change, right? Insecurity. So stop comparing yourself to other people. Compare yourself to your past self. And eventually you'll get to the point where you're like, wow, I have come so far. I am so much better than I used to be. It's kind of like in swimming. Swimming is, in my opinion, the world's greatest sport. And this is one reason I think it's really cool. Because swimming is an individual sport. The people who win the the races are not focused on the people in the lanes around them. They're focused on beating their last time. There's a lesson in that. They're not, the people who are looking to the people in other lanes are constantly trying to chase after someone else and be someone else and, and be as good as that other person, but that's, that's not where the strength comes from. I can be better. I can get faster. I can be stronger. So I'm going to work for that. So they've got their eye on the prize and they're focused on getting better than they were in the past. Those are the winners in life and in swimming. When you start noticing yourself, paying attention to other people, reevaluate, be like, whoa, no. Recognize something good about yourself. Like, I am great because of this. I've come this far because look where I was six months ago or five years ago or six years ago or whatever. And then move forward. Okay, number six. Stop making self-deprecating jokes. Now, this is something I've had to work with one of my friends on. And you know what has been so interesting to see is this has been one of the things that has made a massive difference in his life. Because once he started listening and paying attention to the things that he was saying about himself, right, and to those self-deprecating jokes, he stopped saying them. And when he stopped saying them, there were other other contrib- contributing factors to his confidence, right? And we'll get into some of those later. But this was one of the big things was when he stopped saying those things, he gained more confidence. Because here's the thing. When you say something out loud, it only confirms its truth to you especially I am statements. So if you're joking, oh my gosh, I'm so dumb. Well, now you're going to believe it more subconsciously because your subconscious can't identify what's a quote-unquote joke and what's not. The more you say something, the more you're going to believe it, joke or not. And I got to tell you guys, those self-deprecating jokes just are not funny. So, I mean, you got to be careful about how you go about this, but with that friend in particular, I was able, right, he wouldn't take offense to me doing this, I was able to, every time he made a self-deprecating joke, just look at him and not laugh. And he'd be like, oh, yeah, that was a joke. I'm going to replace that with a positive thought, right? He was able to readjust and reevaluate me like, oh, it's not funny? Well, I'm going to stop saying it because it's obviously not making anyone laugh. And that made a huge difference for him was when he worked on that and he stopped doing that. So stop making self-deprecating jokes. They're not even funny. If you still want to joke about yourself, here's what I do, is I make overly exaggerated, arrogant jokes with slight truths in them. Example, 
but what I started doing was I would I started saying things like well everyone wants to marry me mom and not in a sarcastic way but just like it's this over exaggerated confidence right but that what that ended up doing was obviously not everyone in the world wants to marry me that's absolutely absurd but what it did was it reaffirmed in my subconscious that I am a desirable person so it was funny because it was absolutely absurd but it reaffirmed a core truth in my subconscious of I am a desirable person so start making jokes like that instead of self-deprecating jokes if you still want to make jokes about yourself all right seven we've only got a few more so seven do things that make you happy healthy and confident go out and do the things you're passionate about you know live a life that you love live a healthy lifestyle because that yields more confidence right do things that make you feel healthy and confident now the hard thing is with mental illness especially this is incredibly difficult to do so my advice is do just a little bit and then do just a little bit more every day every week every month so there was a point in my life not too long ago where I was in a deep mental health rut and I was actually partially hospitalized for a month and I love swimming and I love being with my family and I love being outside but I couldn't even go to the pool for 30 minutes with my family because I couldn't handle it I could barely handle leaving my room so it was really difficult but what I ended up doing was little things right building up I would do 10 push-ups that day or what I found that worked for me that made me happy and healthy and confident in a time of severe mental illness was I started doing these five-minute fitness marshal dance videos on YouTube love them he's hysterical I love the fitness marshal because he's so funny and they're high-energy positive dance videos where you totally feel hot and ridiculous at the same time and they're only like five minutes long so I started doing those and that really worked for me if, if one one video was all I could do that was all I could do but I felt better afterwards start small build up do the things that make you happy healthy and confident I know it's preached time and time again get good sleep eat good food drink water now if you know someone who's in a bad mental health state don't tell them that a lot of times if you go up and you be like you just need to work out more that's completely disregarding what the actual problem is right you need to be aware of what's actually going on and empathize before giving advice we'll talk about that in another episode but all right but for yourself do things that make you happy healthy and confident all right number eight gain clarity on what you want in life and make attainable goals to build up to that who do you want to be by the time you die start making goals to become that person what kind of person do you want to marry start making goals to become the kind of person you want to marry work on one attribute at a time and make little goals to build up to becoming that thing but gain clarity on what you want out of life and who you want to be and start working up to it that will yield more confidence all right number nine and this one is interesting but it helped me immensely serve other people because here's the thing a huge part of insecurity is it's a 100% me 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 mindset so get out of your head by serving people and start focusing on other people and when you do that genuinely that helps knock you out of the me 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 mindset and the 
insecurity and helps you build confidence, especially if some of your insecurity is from this, I'm a terrible person. You are now affirming that that is not true because you're doing good things for other people and that in turn will help build your confidence in the fact that you are a good person. The intent is not to serve other people for what they can do for you. The intent is to serve other people, but the confidence comes alongside that over time. Okay, and finally, number 10. This one I got from Teatra Taylor. Also, um, her podcast is also linked below because she's awesome, total icon. One of her points was let go and let God. And I think that this comes in more points than just that, but pray to know how God feels about you and to know your worth and value in his eyes. And then be open to receiving that. If you're not open to receiving it, you're not going to feel it. But if you are, he will show you his love for you. And he will show you your value and your worth in his eyes. So just ask and then be open to receiving that blessing. And he'll show you. That's where I gained probably my most confidence was because of my worth in God. Because that's a value that doesn't change. And that's a love that is non... That's a love that doesn't rely on anything that I do. He just loves me regardless, right? So that's where my, a lot of my confidence came from, was from developing a relationship with Heavenly Father and asking him, Heavenly Father, I'm not feeling great about myself. Could you please show me your love for me? And he'll show you in lots of different ways. So you just have to be open to it and kind of be paying attention. It could be through another person. It could be through a feeling you get. It could be through a scripture you read or the fact that it rains and you love rain, right? It could be anything, right? But be open to receiving that and be open to recognizing when it happens. All right. Those are all of the tips I have for today on gaining self-confidence. Once again, just pick one or two and start working on that for the next month and a half. In the meantime, I want to leave you guys with this thought. Confidence is not being ignorant to your flaws. Confidence is choosing to focus on the value of your strengths and recognizing that you can improve. I'm going to say that again because I think it's so profound. Confidence is not being ignorant to your flaws. Confidence is choosing to focus on the value of your strengths and recognizing that you can improve. That is all I have for today. Thank you so much for tuning in to today's episode of Broken to Breathtaking. I will see you in the next episode. Once again, I update every other Wednesday. If you have any questions or you want advice or you want some guidance or you want to kind of talk through things a little bit, feel free to email me at brokenandbreathtaking at gmail.com. No caps, no spaces. Or DM me at one of my social medias linked in the description below. If you're interested in hearing some of the podcasts I listened to in preparation for this or looking at some of the websites I researched in preparation for this, also those are those are also linked down below. As always, have a great rest of your week, you guys. I love you. Peace out.